Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship and you need some clarity on it, go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question and you wanna get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio, where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz. And I wanted to do a podcast on covert narcissists because I know them so well and talk about how a covert narcissist is basically a silent bully, okay? People try to talk about covert narcissists all the time and they say, oh, well, the way you know you're dealing with a covert narcissist is because they always play the victim. And that's true. Covert narcissists do play the victim. But the number one sign that you're gonna know that you're dealing with a covert narcissist is by passive aggressive behavior. So you've gotta really understand when somebody is being passive aggressive. So I'm going to go over certain signs that you're dealing with a passive aggressive covert narcissist and also how they bully people. They bully people in a silent way. A covert narcissist is going to try to get back at you in an indirect way. So when you think about covert narcissists, you guys, You're basically dealing with a basic coward. You're dealing with somebody who's extremely insecure. And you're dealing with somebody who can't communicate. This is the big one, all right? And this is what people should talk about. A covert narcissist can't communicate directly. Everything is indirect to get their message across, okay? They're passive aggressive. So they're passive aggressive. You'll see signs of you know, somebody being passive aggressive, for instance, they're sarcastic, okay? Covert narcissists are very sarcastic. They love to throw indirect digs at you. So an example of that is they might say, you may ask them, oh, how do I look in this dress or something like that? And they'll say, it looks okay, but it probably looked better if you lost like 10, 20 pounds, but it looks okay. So now they're making, they're giving you a complex. See, covert narcissists, they, their whole goal 
is to tear down your self-esteem so that they could feel superior. Also, I want to bring this up as well. When you're dealing with a covert narcissist, a lot of covert narcissists can be very, very snobby, okay? And people that are snobby are insecure people. They have to put others down to lift themselves up and they feel by being snobby, you know, other people will look at them like they're something special or they're above them or, you know, they have more going on for themselves. They're more successful. You know, they're smarter or something to that effect. But always think when you think covert narcissist, you have to think passive aggressive. That is the key. How do I know this? Because I have a lot of, you know, covert narcissistic relatives. I was married to a covert narcissist over 13 years. I've dealt with, you know, teachers and therapists that were covert narcissistic um, for my kid. And uh, there's a lot of covert narcissists in corporate America. There's a lot of covert narcissists in politics. In other words, they're underhanded and they're sneaky. They get what they want by not showing their hand. And when you're a transparent person and, you know, you always speak your mind, you're a truth teller, you speak your mind, they feel that you're a sucker, okay, because you're showing their hand and they protect themselves by not telling people what they're thinking. And a covert narcissist will not tell you what they're thinking. They hold everything inside. They'll tell you something is all right when it's really not all right. And they'll pay you back in an indirect way. And the way that they pay you back is they could either smear you behind your back because covert narcissists are famous for smearing you behind your back. What they want to do is they want to tarnish your credibility to other people. They use other people to gang up and isolate and alienate you. This takes away your power. Okay, so when you're dealing with covert narcissists, they divide, they don't unite. And that's why covert narcissists will never, ever, you know, let you, you know, be too friendly with their connections, their friends or their associates. They don't want you getting close to other people that they're close to. And you'll see this a lot with covert narcissistic friends. They'll get together with certain friends and they won't include you because they don't want you to get too close to their other friends, okay? Because when you get close to other people, that you know builds up your strength and your power and they also feel they don't have the control over things. See, a covert narcissist likes to divide because it gives them more power, okay? Because they have this other source that you don't have a connection to. It gives them more power. So again, we're talking about, so what the way that they're going to bully you is that they're going to get other people against you to side with them. And what do I always say about the covert narcissist? Their trump card is to try to make you crazy. So they're going to tell other people in an indirect, remember, we're talking indirect way, they're going to make comments about how you're not making sense, you need to see a therapist, you know, uh, they've done everything to be good to you, they're empathetic to you, they're going to fake their empathy. And this is another thing that you have to be aware when you're dealing with the covert narcissist. And this is what confuses people. Because there are times when a covert narcissist can be very nice. 
There are times that a covert narcissist could go out of their way and do something for you. But in the if you look at their pattern of behavior, they're not consistent with it. And if you ever had to depend on or rely on a covert narcissist for something serious, nine times out of 10, they will not be there for you unless they have to be there for you, unless they have to be there for you, unless they need something from you, or unless they're trying to show other people that they're empathetic to you. It's all for a purpose. So they will show fake periods of being empathetic to people, and this is what fools people, but when you, you know, I'll give you an example. For instance, let's say that you, you're telling the covert narcissist you're not feeling well, and they say, oh, I'm, uh, you know, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, if you need anything, let me know, you know, let me know if you need anything. And then when you do need something and you call that covert narcissist, guess what? They see your number flash up on the phone and they don't pick up the phone. And then they come back at you days later and make an excuse, okay? When you've left them a message or you've texted them, they see the message and yet they don't get back to you because they don't care, okay? All of that was fake empathy or when they pretend to be there for you, it's fake empathy. But if they don't follow through, that shows you their true colors. If they're not there for you when you're down, that shows you their true colors. And that is, you know, that is one of the ways you could test whether somebody is a narcissist or not, you guys, is that if you tell them that you're going through a rough period or you tell them that, you know, let's say they're with you for some kind of financial supply. You tell them, listen, I'm having a hard time money-wise. You know, I can't pay my bills or I might have to claim bankruptcy or something like that. If that narcissist is with you for money, that narcissist is going to take a powder. You're not going to hear from them. They're going to all of a sudden become, you know, distant from you. They're not going to want to be around you because you are a dead end, okay? And Or if you tell them that you're sick or something like that, see if that person is really there for you and, you know, if they follow through. Now, certain narcissists can be there for you in the beginning because they're trying to get that supply out of you. But down the road, you're going to see that that narcissist is not going to be there for you because narcissists don't care about what you're going through. They only care what can you do for me lately, okay? But the number one key, you guys, in realizing whether you're dealing with a covert narcissist is whether they're passive aggressive. And you're going to know that by their actions and, you, and their pattern of behavior. And you're going to know that by their, you know, their nonverbal body language. It's going to be the smirk on their face when you make a comment and you're going to see it on their face. See, people with experience you could spot it. It's not hard to spot when you're dealing with a covert narcissist and you know what covert narcissism is. You'll see that sarcastic smile with the smirk, with the closed lips kind of smile up or something like that. Or you'll see the rolling of the eyes. Or you'll, you'll just, you'll see the total disdain on their face for you, but they won't say anything, okay? They won't say anything because they're not gonna be quoted and what they're gonna do is they're gonna plot against you. They're gonna figure out a way to hurt you, okay? Especially if they feel threatened by you because you're doing well for yourself or you're successful or other people like you. 
Nothing bothers a covert narcissist more than to see you doing well or you're successful or if you're in a group of people and they see that other people are admiring you. You'll see it on their face. You'll see they'll give that fake smile and or they'll say something like, oh, that's great. But you could see, you know, it's not genuine. It's not sincere. It's fake. Okay, it's fake. And then, you know, if you look at the pattern of behavior along with that, you'll be able to say, okay, this person is not sincere. They're not really happy for me. They're not really happy for me. And what is a covert narcissist going to do? They're going to not want to be around you. They're not going to want to be around you or they're going to um, talk about you behind your back. So you guys, this is how the covert narcissist operates by being passive aggressive by the rolling of the eyes, the smirk, and the other big one is they ignore you, okay? They ignore your texts, they ignore your calls, and then later on, a couple days later, they get back to you, and what is the covert narcissist? What do they love to say? They were busy, okay? They were busy working. They were busy helping their mother. There's always an excuse. Now, I'm not saying people can't get busy and you've got to be able to differentiate when somebody truly is busy and when somebody's giving you a bullshit excuse that they're busy. But a covert narcissist, the two big excuses they use all the time is that they're busy working or they're sick, okay? And if you're dealing with with a covert narcissist, you're going to get those excuses. They're going to, they're going to make you promises and they're not going to follow through. That's how, that's another big red flag. You are dealing with a covert narcissist. They're not going to come out and tell you, oh no, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I can't be there for you. But what they're going to do is they're just going to disappear and ghost on you. They're just going to disappear and ghost on you. And this is what happens for instance, if you're in relationships, a lot of covert narcissists, they string people along. They breadcrumb them. They make them promises. Oh, well, I will see you this weekend and everything like that. The weekend comes along and guess what? You get the sick excuse. You get the excuse, oh, I got my kids again this weekend. You get the excuse, oh, I got called into work. There's always an excuse. They don't follow through, okay? So these are the signs that you're dealing with the covert narcissist. Now, Covert narcissists, you know, like I said, they are bullies. And the way that they bully is in numbers by having everybody against you, okay? And they will try, like in other words, the other thing too is a covert narcissist is going to live a secret life that you don't know about because it makes them feel superior. They, The thing with a covert narcissist, you guys, is they're very, very secretive. They don't trust they don't trust, they can't be vulnerable, and if they can't be vulnerable, guess what? They can't love anybody because they can never let that wall down because they're afraid of getting hurt. They're afraid of being vulnerable. They're afraid of dealing with their own shame because subconsciously they have shame. They feel this insecurity, but you know they'll never ever admit to being insecure unless they're trying to, you know, fake it for whatever reason, and they're trying to appear humble. And this is another thing that covert narcissists do to fool you. They pretend to be humble people, and they're really not. They'll say, they'll even put themselves down in the beginning to try to fool you, and they'll say, I don't look good in this or anything like that. 
you know, I just, you know, I just, I don't look as good as you do. You look great or something like this is all manipulation. This is so that you could flatter their ego and say, no, you look great. What are you talking about? You look great. This is all so they could play the humble card. Okay. It's all an act. But meanwhile, underneath, they are secretly jealous of you. Covert narcissists are secretly jealous of other people that are doing well in their lives. They are the worst people that you could have around in your life because they will be envious and jealous of, you know, who you are and, you know, what you have. And they will always try to top that. A covert narcissist is always going to try to top that. Okay. So you guys, it's like this. You have to be sharp, you have to be focused, and you have to pick up on the nonverbal body language of that covert narcissist. And also, you have to look at whether that narcissist validates you. Covert narcissists don't want to validate anybody. That's why they sit there and, and they'll be silent, okay? You'll be speaking and they won't say anything. They won't agree with you and they won't agree against you. So this way they pretend like they're the impartial one, you know, like they just sit there in silence. But what they're doing is they're creating doubt in your mind that whatever you're saying doesn't make sense or they give you that look at, at they give you a look like you're crazy, okay? They're going to try to intimidate you with that look of you know, you're crazy, but they won't say it. They won't say it, but what they want to do is they want you to question yourself, question your judgment, and what does that do? That breaks down your fucking self-esteem. And that's what that shit is all about. A covert narcissist wants to break down your self-esteem because they want to feel superior, okay? And this is how they try to bully you. They bully you with silence, all right? They bully you with silence. And that's why the way you fight a covert narcissist is you ignore them and you give them that silence back, okay? And it's not that you're, you're, it's not that you're becoming a covert narcissist because you're not trying to hurt anybody and you, or anything like that. What you're doing is you're distancing yourself from that toxic person and you're also showing that covert narcissist that, you know what, I don't need your validation. I validate myself. I don't need you to tell me I'm right. I know I'm right because I know what the truth is and I know what the facts are and I don't need you to verify that. And that's why you should never ever have to look for closure from a narcissist because they won't give it to you. They won't give it to you. They won't say, yeah, you're wrong. Uh, they will never say, oh, I'm wrong. You're right. They'll never do it because they always want to leave you hanging so that you sit there and think to yourself, maybe you did something wrong in the relationship. No, you didn't fucking do nothing wrong in the relationship. You know what's right and wrong. You look at your past relationship. You know that person lied to you. You know that person manipulated you. You know that person misled you. You don't need them to say it and admit it. Matter of fact, you're even stronger by just walking away. The way you handle somebody like that is you drop them cold. You leave them confused. You show them that, you know what? I don't need closure. 
I, I, I validate myself. I know what was said. I know what was done. And I don't need to hear it from your toxic mouth, okay, Th- to, to confirm how I feel. I know what it is, okay? I validate myself. I don't need the covert narcissist to tell me they're wrong. What I need to do is distance myself from this toxic person so that it never, ever happens again, okay? And, you know, a lot of people come to me and they'll say something to me like, you know, like, for instance, we had some woman in, you know, on Facebook, she was making a remark or something. And she's like, well, you know, you can't talk about covert, not covert narcissists. You can't talk about narcissists unless you have a degree. Okay. And somebody who makes a remark like that is just flat out ignorant And you should never, ever, you guys, argue with stupid. Never argue with stupid. And, you know, when you've lived enough life like I have, you're going to come across stupid all the time. So, but here's my, you know, rebuttal to something like that. Not everybody who's got a degree knows what the fuck they're talking about, okay? This goes out to all the people that say, oh, you need a degree to talk about narcissism. Well, reading and writing, uh, reading and hearing about narcissism is a lot different than living through narcissism. Whether you live through it as the scapegoat, I always say nobody knows what narcissism really is unless they've been the scapegoat like I've been, all right? And also if you've dealt with narcissistic relationships as well, then you're really going to know what it is too, all right? So when you've had experience in all these kind of realms, there is no other lesson in life than that, okay? And my also, my other thing I wanted to say with regard to that is, if if that's so true, then how come all the doctors I went to for my nonverbal autistic son who was having a lot of anxiety issues and we had terrible episodes here with self-injury and everything like that because of the anxiety with the autism. How come not one fucking doctor could tell me what was the right medicine or the right dosage to give this kid and why he ended up in the hospital six times last year, okay? Not one medical doctor was, and I dealt with a slew of them, was able to give me any kind of direction or, you know, lead to, you know, how to, you know, medicate this kid or what to give this kid to, uh, you know, lessen these kinds of episodes. It was only a psych nurse that got it right. And you know why the psych nurse got it right? Because he had the experience of being in these mental hospitals and actually having hands-on experience with the medications and seeing exactly how it worked on the patients, all right? So that's what I have to say to a lot of people that say, well, you need a degree, okay? And I mean, I could get into a lot more. I used to work at a major hospital also in New York City, and I can't tell you how many, you know... Um, malpractice suits there were for medical doctors that didn't know what they were doing, okay? So it's not necessarily whether somebody has a degree or not. It has to do with if they know what the fuck they're talking about and they have the experience of knowing what the fuck they're talking about, all right? I'm sorry, you guys. I get a little passionate about this because sometimes people have to be straightened out. And I had a guy said, oh, yeah, you know, you went in hard on her. I said, that's right. I went in hard on her. You know why? I said, because I earned my stripes. I earned my stripes, all right? And... 
some people, they have to understand, you know, that, that just shows you somebody who doesn't really understand life, that hasn't lived a lot of life, that automatically thinks, you know, a degree automatically makes somebody smart, which it doesn't. A degree, of course, is important, and there's a lot of great medical doctors and people out there, but not everybody knows what the fuck they're talking about, okay? I just, I just had to put that out there because, you know, you guys... Even if you're going for medical treatment or something like that, you always got to look at the reviews on the doctors. You always got to get second opinions because some of these doctors, you know, they'll kill you with their advice if you have a serious illness or something like that because they don't know. A lot of them don't know what they're doing, okay? And a lot of them are narcissistic that, you know, you can't even challenge them on it. So, you know, you have to, it comes down to common sense, all right? Common sense. Not everybody has common sense. But I went off on a tangent. I want to get back on track here with these covert narcissists and how they're bullies. So, you guys, here's here's my advice to you. The minute that you see anybody slights you any which way, okay, they roll their eyes. They they don't they put their back to you. They don't acknowledge what you're saying. Okay, they they disrespect you by not getting back to you in a, you know, a, a good amount of time or something. They put you on the back burner. See, covert narcissists like to put you on the back burner. And one of the reasons that they do that is they want to make you feel unimportant. You're not, you know, th- there's no rush to get back to you. You're not that important. So when somebody makes you like like that, you're not a priority in their life. You don't make them anything in your life. Then you know that this person doesn't value you and you've got to distance yourself from that person. You most definitely have to distance yourself from people that will not acknowledge the truth, okay, by verbally acknowledging the truth and people that have disregard for you, okay? People that could care less. These are not people, these are not your people, and you should not have these people around in your life. And when you see that passive-aggressive behavior where, you know, they're not able to communicate or they're sitting there and they're telling you everything's all right, but then you feel that, that you know, that coldness with them and you're saying, well, they're telling me everything's all right or they're telling me they love me, but they're not showing me they love me. They're unaffectionate to me. They're cold. They're aloof. They don't care if they see me or something like that. It's how you feel will tell you what you're dealing with. It's your gut. Your gut is going to tell you, you know, what that person is. Because the gut never lies the way people lie. And a narcissist, uh, one of the things I want to bring up is narcissists will tell you, oh, you can't trust your gut. You can't go by that. You can't trust your gut. I had a narcissist actually tell me that. And you know why? Because he was afraid I was going to figure him out. So he was trying to plant that seed that I shouldn't trust my gut and say, oh, you know, maybe I'll give that person the benefit of the doubt. You know what happens to people that give someone the benefit of the doubt? Okay, they're the ones that end up in the fucking cemetery. All right, because you're giving people the benefit of the doubt when they already showed you who they are. Okay, so the first time that you see that this person can't communicate 
or has to communicate by passive aggressive behavior. And the other big passive aggressive behavior is the silent treatment. It is emotional abuse to break you down. They want you begging. And I had somebody said, say to me, or they want to punish you. I had somebody say to me, well, what happens if you don't apologize to them? Sometimes they don't care if you apologize to them as long as they know you suffered, okay? And the way that they're going to know you suffered by their silent treatment is by how much you beg them to talk to talk to you, okay? So when somebody gives you the silent treatment, let them stay silent. Do not say one fucking word to them like, can we talk? Or was it something I said? Don't do that, okay? Because you're losing your power and now they know they got you. Now they know that silent treatment will work on you. You just go about, live your life, focus in on what you got to do for your life and don't worry about that person, all right? Don't worry about that person, let them stay silent. And when they come back, you know what you do? You don't accept them right away. You make them wait. All right. The way they, the way they made you wait. And then when you feel, you know, you're ready to talk, you let them know, you give them one warning. You say, you ever play these games with me with the silent routine? You and I will be permanently not talking. You either are able to communicate or you're not. Okay. You're either able to communicate or you're not. And if they start with that gaslighting shit, like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, I just needed time. You know, uh, you know, I was, I, I just needed time to my, okay. That's all, that's all gaslighting. Okay. They didn't want to communicate in all that time. That is just gaslighting. You just, you know, you put up that boundary, you let them know because you're not going to live a life with somebody who's always going silent on you. That's no, that sucks. You guys believe me. I know what it is. That sucks. So you got to let them know ahead of time. You have to be able to sit down and communicate. Now, you're never going to get that really with a covert narcissist, I hate to tell you, because they just can't communicate. And there is absolutely nothing you can do to change that, all right? Nothing you can do. They, they use silence to bully and control you. And they use stonewalling so that they can walk out in the middle of your sentence and not let you finish that sentence. That is all part of the covert narcissist to not validate you, Okay. So you see, you got you to gotta remove yourself from this person, okay? You've got to remove yourself from people that are not respecting you, respecting what you have to say. So these are all clues you're dealing with a covert narcissist. The big one, what I say again, passive aggressive. The second one, they can't communicate. The third one, they play the victim. Poor me. And they're going to play the victim to outsiders, that's their trump card is the outsiders. They want everybody to sympathize with them and make you look like the bad guy. This is how covert narcissists try to get back at you. They want people to look at you as the bad guy or have no respect for you so that you know they don't want to be a part of your life. And this way they're isolating you and torturing you because now you don't have any connection to these outside people, okay? And that's why a lot of them too will, will try to use that, you know, saying they'll say, oh, you have no friends. Okay. I have, you have no friends. So they validate somebody by how popular you are. That's what a covert narcissist values. How popular someone is, how rich somebody is, how good looking somebody is. That's where their value is because with a covert narcissist, it's all about 
image. It's all about beefing up their image to look like they're somebody, okay? That's why they'll take pictures with celebrities or they'll take pictures with athletes or any kind of, you know, important person they come along with and they'll post it on Facebook like, you know, they're in with, you know, you know, the governor or they're in with, you know, the special athlete or they're in with, you know, the, you know, this celebrity in Hollywood, they want to post it. So everybody says, Oh, wow, you're important. You know, this person. Okay. They're worried about their image. That's the big thing. All right. So covert narcissists are the silent bullies that don't tell you what they're thinking and they pay you back behind your back. They smile to your face and they stab you in your back. And the minute that you see, like I told you, the minute you see any of these clues, You've got to remove yourself and not be close with that person. And if you have to deal with them, strictly business, strictly business. Like, for instance, I'm going to give you a personal example. Like a family member of mine, one of my family members was asking a covert narcissist a question about somebody else, right? And the covert narcissist didn't reply back to the text because he didn't want to, all right? So I told that person, I said, you should have put, you're not going to answer me. Is that correct? But she didn't want to do that, you know, because she didn't want to be too much on him. You know, she didn't want to start. But see, this is how you have to be when you're dealing with a covert narcissist. Like you have to be kind of like a prosecutor in a courtroom so that like, you know, when somebody doesn't answer you, you know, you either don't deal with them or you question them on it and say, did you hear me? Is that a yes or a no? Because I did not get a response. And this way, they know that, you know what, you're not a jerk. You know, you're not going to deal with somebody who's playing games. You're calling them out on it, okay? You're, You're calling them out on it. And what a lot of them will do is they'll try to fluff their way out of it and say, oh, I don't know, I don't remember, or something like that. And the minute that you get, you know, that bullshit answer is the minute you just step back from it and say, you know what, I'm not dealing with this. I'm not dealing with a transparent person. So that's it, you guys. I hope that helps you, and I hope it makes it clearer so that you understand about covert narcissists. Have a great day, and please share the podcast. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that The Game Exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats. So go to the bio for the link. And also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook at the game exp123 and also on instagram 
the game exp123 okay and have a great day Thank you.